Welcome back, listeners. It's been a while. I'm Jordan, captain of Port of Dorks Podcast, joined, as always, by my good friend, co-captain, not only on the podcast, but in life, Alex Kleinsorge. Alex, welcome. Hello. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good? Mm-hmm. Well, good. That's better than... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Fuck. Now we gotta start over. <laughs> that would only happen if we were professionals. Yeah. Which we are not. We don't get paid for this shit. Oh. Kind of just like to hear our own voices. Alex, it's pretty much been... It, it's, a pre, it's a new world since we did the last podcast. Everything's changed. We got so much to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have mixed feelings. Yeah. We'll get there. Uh, today we are going to talk about uh, Wonder Woman in deep spoilers. We're going to go balls deep into some spoilers for a Wonder Woman movie. That sounded appropriate. And then we are going to talk about Injustice 2, probably spoiler, spoilerific-y on that as well. It's been a while. If, mm-hmm. if, if you wanted to know about Injustice 2, you probably by now have played it or watched the YouTube movie. So, And then... Uh, a couple other topics we want. I'd like to just get your thoughts on Alex, since you know it's a different world. Mm-hmm. Uh, one we were kind of just talking about, not really. Um, so this Uncharted thing, this movie, Uncharted movie, uh, it's been trying to make itself for a while. Recent news, though the latest, the hottest that has dropped on that, it has a director in Sean Levy, the guy who did, who brought to you. Real Steel. Uh, he also directed a couple episodes of Stranger Things. Produced that show. Uh, he's a very busy guy. He's done a lot of things. So that guy's going to direct. Joe Carnahan's going to write. Joe Carnahan did the A-Team movie. Liam Neeson, Bradley Cooper. Never seen it. We saw it together. I have not seen that movie. We saw it. No, we yeah. didn't. Yes, we did. There's someone else who you, who you see movies with occasionally who you confuse with me. Who? I don't know. Chad? No, it was you. Because you also thought he, he we saw... He wasn't there when that movie came out. I thought you also... I thought... You all, you also thought that we saw Transformers Age of Extinction together, and I've never seen that we movie. Saw that. I've never totally seen it. We totally saw that. I saw a bit of it a couple weeks ago. I've never fucking seen that movie in my goddamn life. Well, unlike you, Alex, we can't all just wipe that awful, terrible, shitty movie from our minds. I didn't. I just never fucking saw it. He, Joe Carnahan, also did The Grey, mm-hmm. which we I did know see you, that together, yeah. you know that we saw together. Mm-hmm. I really dig that movie. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to write it. That's right now. There's been a bunch of people attached to direct and write this thing over the last few years, so we'll see what happens. But casting, it's changed mm-hmm. direction almost 100% or 180. Tom Holland, mm-hmm. Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man is going to be young Nathan Drake. It's going to be a young Nathan Drake movie. How do you feel about that? It seems dumb. It does seem dumb. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That's not what people who are looking forward to this movie want to see. I mean, it's not really too crazy surprising. Like, I, I didn't really expect them to really be too faithful whenever, you know, I hear this kind of stuff come up. You know, it's, uh, but I was so excited. I was, 
I, uh, Carnahan was talking about how he loved these games. He's a fan of them, and he wanted to capture that adventure spirit. Maybe uh, not tell exactly a specific story from the games, mm-hmm. but to capture that spirit. I was like, hell yeah, do it. Do it now. And then, and get this. So, word is, it was Tom Holland's idea to do a young Nathan Drake movie instead. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to say this. Fuck you, Tom Holland. What? Why, like... Why would you listen to a kid who hasn't even been in one... He has Spider-Man yeah, why, coming up, but that's he, it. Why was he in a position to make that no call? Clue. And who thought it was a good idea? I don't know. You don't listen to kids? Especially what... He's 20 years old. <laughs> Just learned to change his goddamn diaper. Ah. We're only, like, a few years older than that, Jordan. Exactly! <laughs> exactly! My point! Oh, I still have diaper rashes. Ah, I was so excited. I mean, in a flashback, I would understand. Mm-hmm. A couple of flashbacks, like they do in the last couple of movies. I mean, yeah. uh, video games. But not a whole fucking movie, man. Now I'm not even looking forward to this. I wasn't really looking forward to it anyway. You know, uh, directors and writers say all that stuff all the time about being fans, and I'm sure it's true. But like, they're they're you never really know what their like real opinions on those things are. But even if they're just as much of a fan as you and really really do get it, there's always so much Hollywood bullshit that can get in the way anyway, especially in these licensed properties, right? And then if that stuff doesn't get in the way at all, you know, you kind of get Ratchet and Clank and that movie is boring as mm-hmm. dirt. Yeah. And I love Ratchet and Clank, mm-hmm. not the movie. Mm-hmm. The game based on the movie is much better. And I'm going to say, Tom Holland, listen, I follow you on social media. You're an awesome guy. I mean, you just went to a, a uh, children's hospital dressed as Spider-Man. I mean, kids dying... Spending your time with them, giving them, you know, smiles. Mm-hmm. That's fucking awesome. But stop giving movie producers ideas about shit. <laughs> Just keep the mask on, keep people happy. And until you've earned your place, I would say, as, a, as, as an idea guy, as a producer, as a writer, keep them to yourself. Because mm-hmm. that's where you are in life. Because then you ruin it for guys like me, who... Are, <laughs> genuinely excited and happy with how things are going. Yeah, I mean, the the only way that I would really have hope in the movie or would have had hope in, in general is if, like, Amy Hennig was, like, attached to write or co-write, kind of like how Neil Druckmann is attached to the Last of Us mm-hmm. movie. But I mean, yeah, he's, he's like a consultant, but... it's He's also part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Why it that movie's be. not getting made? Yeah. So get with it. But I mean, if like I, I don't really trust movie people to come in and understand how these characters yes. should be working. Know. You know. Um. But it it had for the longest time. Sam Raimi is still attached. Mm-hmm. Uh. But they're getting no. And I trust Sam Raimi. Might not be the same thing as Last of Us, and I'm fine with that. Like mm-hmm. a different. I'd be fine with a movie set in that universe. Yeah. Character. Unfortunately, it's going to be the Joel and Ellie thing, if it ever happens. Uh, but I saw a movie last night. It comes at night. A very small, independent, psychological thriller slash horror movie. Mm-hmm. 
A24. A24. That's pretty much all they do. Love A24. Mm-hmm. Um, Joel Edgerton as a Joel. Let's just get that done. Let's get it out of the way. He would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Watch It Comes at Night and tell me he's not Joel. I can't wait. So it's even called his his name is even Joel. Already. I know. You don't even have, you just call him Joel. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's talk real quick. Tell me because I'm interested. You finished you finished Telltale Batman? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Did mm-hmm. you like it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I thought the story was solid. Hell yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, gameplay was lacking even for a Telltale game. Mm-hmm. There was. A, you know, like, in, in in those games, you never really get as much choice as you'd really want, uh, you know, because that it's a massive amount of work, but some of them do a much better job at hiding it or making certain choices feel more satisfying than others, mm-hmm. and I feel like I was just kind of coasting through most of that stuff mm-hmm. in this game, and there didn't feel like, it didn't feel like there's a lot of consequences, mm-hmm. especially in the combat, either... It affects your finisher uh, if you fail or succeed or whatever, or it's an instant death, and that's basically it's not any more complex than that. Mm-hmm. Um, with I think a couple of, of little exceptions here and there, mm-hmm. uh, but the yeah the 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 story was solid. It was enough to keep me going through mm-hmm. all the way to the end to figure out what 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 happened. Mm-hmm. One thing that in particular that really bugged me was that you have I mean it's a little bit of spoilers you have a choice at one point to save or to, to help either Harley or not Harley Harvey Harvey Dent mm-hmm. or um, Catwoman mm-hmm. at a certain point and it's clear even at that point that Harvey's one side of his face is going to get messed up yeah. if you don't help him mm-hmm. and so I helped him and then the whole rest of the game like because he still, he still goes crazy mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. It's now it's just like weird, and mm-hmm. you, you see certain shots where it really feels like you're supposed to be looking, like that, like they were made with the, the fact that his one side of his face is messed up, mm-hmm. and it seemed weird, and it it just felt like I made the wrong choice for the rest of the yeah. thing. It's an interesting. I think it would have been interesting because they set up up at that point. Penguin is the big mm-hmm. is a big uh, kind of linchpin as to who you're going to help. Mm-hmm. Catwoman or Harvey, and I thought uh, it would it would have been cool if you had helped Harvey, mm-hmm. uh, th- and then you know established order and gotten Penguin, thrown him in jail. Uh, um, where am I going? Or help? No, so so you help Catwoman. Harvey gets his face messed up, and then he becomes Two Face, and then you deal with Two Face. Mm-hmm. Or you help Harvey. And then you have to help him establish order against Penguin. Mm-hmm. I thought that would have been. I thought like I thought that's kind of where they were going. Yeah. And then I helped Two Face, and he was still an asshole. Yeah. I mean, and something like that would require two like diverging paths that are too different. But that would be, be a the huge whole point, right? Yeah, I know. And it would be awesome if they did that. Awesome. Um, it's just like a massive amount of work, and I and I feel like I don't know how Telltale does their development stuff, but I feel like instead of growing and having one large team it seems like they you know they're hiring they're probably growing i mean actually no but you know they gotta be making pretty decent money at this point Mm -hmm. 
and I think they're just making a bunch of smaller teams um, with probably relatively, you know, small budgets still. Yeah. They keep you know. putting stuff out and yeah. announcing stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think they probably have a bunch of teams with these smaller budgets working on a bunch of different projects instead of having mm-hmm. one, um, excuse me, one, um, you know, excused, but large, yeah, one, one like larger like team that could get something more mm-hmm. complex done, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, that'd be dope. The, the thing, and I say it all the time, I'm a story guy. Mm-hmm. And so I've been long for the ride and I, that's why I really liked it. I thought it was very compelling, and it, what what these guys do in in the games that I've played is that they tell stories with material that you're familiar with, but they go bold with them and they do different things, and like the whole uh, Vicky Vale and the Arkham lady, mm-hmm. Lady Arkham, like I'm, that's new, yeah, and that's cool. I thought that was very interesting. yeah. I, I did think it did the writing. I thought was good, and I think mm-hmm. it wasn't really interesting choice for them to go it's like it's like I'd, like year one batman sort of but mm-hmm. like alternate universe they're they're all the different twists and stuff they're taking mm-hmm. in their own ways um, they get dark mm-hmm. holy shit i mean I, i'm more accustomed to that because i read a lot of the batman graphic novels mm-hmm. and a lot of that gets really dark uh, even the batman like the animated series is kind of dark for a kid's cartoon but damn Telltale goes places. Yeah, they go mm-hmm. deep into like the reaches of human. Yeah, evilness. I do like they did a good job with Harvey. I felt like making you feel like attached to him. You start liking him, and then mm-hmm. having him like watching him like legitimately have like a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. It was sad, mm-hmm. you know. And I I never really felt like that with. Two Face before, though most of the time I had seen Two Face in uh, the movies, and in you know they they tried that and you know to to do that sort of thing in the Dark Knight, but I just don't think there was enough time really mm-hmm. to make that set up in a way that it really felt impactful. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah, the Dark Knight specifically, I think the reason why it works is at least as well as it does is because Aaron Eckhart is a mm-hmm. very terrific yeah. actor. Um, but you're right. And at something, that relationship that between Harvey and Bruce and then Batman and Two-Face is very, it, if you're going to do it, you need to focus on it. Mm-hmm. And um, I think Telltale found a way, I mean, c- kind of like, like, I still like the Dark Knight, the movie. Yeah. I, I think it does, it, it brings in the Joker. It doesn't need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does in a way it, it ties the Joker with Harvey Dent in a, in a, and and Batman in a way that it didn't feel like it was you know like the like Dark Knight Rises like yeah. it was too much and I thought Telltale kind of accomplished the same thing I felt like Lady Arkham and Penguin and Two Face as the uh, he becomes a mayor at one point mm-hmm. I it never really felt like it was too much even yeah. though talking about it now sounds like there's a lot going on. Well, yeah, well, it's because, you know, that has time to breathe. They have time to, you know, set things up over time and, mm-hmm. you know, you t- tie things together slowly um, instead of, like, in a movie where it's, like... Two hours. Yeah, Do two, this. like, max, like, three hours. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, unlike a game, like, a game you can stop, it's, it's much easier to stop and pause. The 
Telltale games are kind of harder than some other ones uh-huh. to do that. But, um, you know, it's, it's different sitting for two to three hours, like, with this continuous story and still get all the same amount of stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, it can easily feel overwhelming in that. Uh-huh. But in a, in a game, you can have these sort of vignettes that uh-huh. can kind of be their own thing and uh-huh. develop. Sort of like, you know, television does that too, especially. Yeah. Um, modern television. I kind of like the episodes thing, mm-hmm. in, even in video games. And uh, I just read a comic book, uh, finally by Zack Snyder, because this new Tom King Batman mm-hmm. rebirth shit is, is shit. It's not good. Uh, and I did a video on that on my YouTube channel, uh, Movie Minutes on YouTube. You can go check it out. I, I, I get deep into why I don't think it's very good. Uh, but Zack Snyder, who did a uh, phenomenal run on the new 52 Batman, is currently writing... He's still on Batman, but he's doing All Star Batman, mm-hmm. which is more focused on each issue. Uh, each volume is focused on Batman's relationship with a certain villain, mm-hmm. and the first first volume is him and Two Face, and they really explore that in a way that is very refreshing. It's interesting to see all the ways people can still take that relationship and, mm-hmm. and do things with it. So yeah. Mm. Good on them. Yeah. I enjoyed it as, you know, was said earlier, you know, the basic, uh, my basic kind of summation is that, you know, good story, lackluster gameplay, you mm-hmm. know. Which is fine with me. I love story. Yeah. I think, I think it's worth it, especially if you like Batman. Mm-hmm. You know? Hell yeah. All right. So we inching closer to wonder woman which is our big topic today mm-hmm. uh injustice 2 yeah again i say it a lot i'll say it again i'm a story guy yeah i that's why i loved Inju- injustice the first one gods mm-hmm. among us i'm not a huge fighter guy but injustice is up there among my favorites mm-hmm. and i thought The sequel, it's the dreaded sequel, is up to something fantastic, you know. Um, let's talk about you first. What do you think? I liked it. I know. I, I mean, I enjoyed it. And then, you know, I've been trying to get into fighters more lately. Um, so I've been interested in them, and I found Injustice to be relatively approachable, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't have to do too much like just like training to try and get you know crazy combos you definitely can but you can do pretty decent just by knowing a handful of things um and uh yeah i mean i've been playing a lot playing a lot of multiverse and Mm. um a tiny bit of online play Mm -hmm. and i think that's one of i think that's what i love the most about injustice 2 is that it is you get and it hasn't been the case lately, especially with a lot of video games, at least at release. You get a lot of bang for your buck. There mm-hmm. is a lot to do. Uh, they change it up. They yeah. give you goals daily, monthly. They And there's so much gear yeah. to earn and customization to go through. Mm-hmm. And they give you, even in these multiverse events, they give you mini stories that you can follow through. Yeah. And 
I like that. Mm-hmm. I like paying money and getting my money. I mean, it sounds silly, but mm-hmm. you don't really say, I mean, something like Andromeda, or not Andromeda, uh, yeah, Andromeda, the last game, and the Ma- Mass, Mass Effect. Effect. Yeah. Uh, I didn't play. I hear it's fun, but... I've heard bad things, but yeah. it's coming I'm coming from someone who's been a fan of the series for a long time, mm-hmm. and that's, I'm usually hearing opinions from other people like that. It's um, got problems. Yeah, well, and it launched, like, unfinished mm-hmm. but they've been patching it and finishing it up i, I plan to check it out probably in another six months yeah or something after they've updated mm-hmm. it more but you don't gotta wait six months to get into injustice yeah it's it's well polished yeah. and uh so what do you what are your thoughts on the story whoa oh. who was that that was an anime scene transition just like a a generic anime no not generic Oh. Konosuba. Oh, okay, yeah. I have no interest. <laughs> it's, it's... So, Injustice. Yeah. What do you think of the story? <laughs> um, I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a long time since I played the first one, so I don't know how I would really compare the two. Um, yeah, I mean, they're... There's a lot of kind of just like weird distractions, which there were in the first game too, because it's just trying to get as many characters in there mm-hmm. as possible to get as many Swamp fights thing. as you Let's can. Throw him in there. Swamp thing, I feel like at least made some sense. But then he except... shows up at the end. Oh yeah, for that's no right. reason in yeah. space. Uh huh. I mean, but... there's a reason, but it's not very good. Mm hmm. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of contrived reasons for people to fight. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. And then it kind of just ends mm-hmm. I didn't feel like there was a conclusion there wasn't even a setup for a next one it just kind of ended no there ca- there was what, what well was which it? which ending did you get did you get both of them no he went with batman okay well he so you know they're they're um, oh yeah he yeah they sent the they send superman to the phantom zone yeah, yeah, and they right. he they take away his powers and superman's like even without my powers i will find a way to get out of the phantom zone um, whatever and then actually if you go do um batman's like you know multiverse like little story thing it uh shows how he like kind of retires from batman but he keeps working on stuff mm-hmm. waiting for uh super superman to come back that's it that's a movie waiting for superman mm-hmm. it's a good movie and then uh the other ending seems like it wouldn't be canon, but basically, Superman takes over Brainiac's um, ship. Ship, and then he like uh, makes like a mind slave out of Batman mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And... What a dick! Yeah, I mean, the thing about this storyline is, at a certain point, I don't buy it anymore. Yeah, I don't buy that Superman is that evil mm-hmm. especially had his origins been different sure been raised a dick whatever but this is the superman we know and love who's just went through a bit of a heartache yeah so i don't buy that he's willing to do the, some of the things that he does yeah he is like yeah I, I do feel they go a little far with him especially like reading red sun and knowing like it doesn't really compare at all because he's, uh-huh. uh, you know, Superman has a similar journey in that, but there's this constant 
you know, you you can tell there's this constant uh, like like confliction in uh-huh. Superman uh-huh. between like good the fact that what he's doing like might not be good uh-huh. and the fact that he absolutely wants to do yeah between good. yeah what what he feels is right and mm-hmm. loyalty to Russia or the Russia in the universe of Red Sun yeah well and he does like. He does stuff in that, like, you know, messing with people's brains and stuff like that. And he does, like, there's a lot of parallels. He does, he works with Brainiac, you know, he, he uh-huh. quote, quote, like, tames Brainiac. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, you know, you know that there's always this kind of, you can tell that in the back of his mind, he's always questioning, like, am I doing the right uh-huh. thing? Uh-huh. And in this one, he is... It's almost always not that. absolutely certain that what he's doing is the right thing, even if it involves him murdering some mm-hmm. of his oldest friends. Oh yeah, and it seems like it's going a little like like especially yeah, and, and like Cl- Clark is like a. I mean, there's no Clark in in this really at all. <laughs> no, it's Superman. It's just Superman, but super dick. Um, which I get. Guess if you think of it that way, it makes sense that just he gets rid of Clark entirely because mm-hmm. yeah. Clark is his more human side. But, you know, Superman is kind of, he's just sort of like a regular farm boy and for him to, like, just entirely just be this tyrant who mm-hmm. seemingly has absolutely no conscience mm-hmm. anymore. Um, Especially... Yeah, the... the it would have been nice to see some confliction, especially with, mm-hmm. you know, with Kara coming in. That Yeah. Yeah, that uh, maybe that would get him to at least, mm-hmm. you know, for a second yeah. think, you know, maybe he's not doing the right mm-hmm. thing. And I guess that's why I said it, it kind of just ends is because it kind of just accepts that Superman. Okay, Superman kind of just accepts that he's this dick. Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, oh, I'll be back. Um, I want to, you know what I want to know? I want to know what Ma and Pa are doing. That'd be, yeah, that'd be interesting. Like, are they dead? Or are they just, like, they can't be happy about that, yeah. right? Well, they didn't raise them like that. Yeah. That's not how Pama, Mama and Papa raised her. Um, th- but they do hint at infliction. Uh, at least in that scene, which I really loved, is when Superman goes, well, why did you keep it? And he goes, keep what? And then Superman removes takes the tarp off the table and it's the justice mm-hmm. league table that's shattered yeah and he's and, like oh i forgot that was there and batman walks off and it kind of just lingers on superman mm-hmm. staring at this shattered justice league thing i'm like that's awesome yeah and i can't like and then y'all it, it, it's almost like he just forgets about it yeah he's just like oh i'm still a bad guy mm-hmm. batman definitely has much better character work in this oh one. yeah yeah but he's the he's the he's the main mm-hmm. I, and I, it's so awesome because mm. Batman is my favorite character and doing something like that, like gathering people almost seamlessly around this thing, like the old days, mm-hmm. knowing that, su- that Superman's going to be the only one who sees it yeah. with his x-ray vision <laughs> and then being like, oh, I forgot that was there. That's so cool. And you get like, he's still trying to help Superman. Mm-hmm. through all of this and then they just kind of give up that that relationship yeah. it breaks my heart because I think 
it's not it's not fair when you do something so good mm-hmm. and then you just kind of like oh, let's just throw this away so i guess that's my biggest disappointment with this game yeah and i i feel like i mean i don't know what they would have done i understand wanting to get in as many different fights as possible um in between the story bits but i feel like it definitely takes you on some detours that kind of take away from the mm-hmm. you know main story <clears throat> and then throughout the game you, you you can make the choices at a couple different points as who who you want to play as which is uh, cool mm-hmm. uh, but i felt like it never really that mechanic never really added to the story yeah uh, it added to the gameplay but not re- it didn't really serve the story and then at the end they use it for perhaps the biggest uh, fork in the road in the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is like, are you going to play as Superman and be an evil dick, or are you going to play as Batman, who you've been following through two games? Yeah, and it, it kind of seems like it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, it, I, it would have been. I mean, I, I can, I wouldn't say it necessarily comes out of nowhere. I feel like when they team up that whole chapter, them working together so well, and like uh-huh. you really, I thought that chapter was really well done in it felt cool like batman and superman fighting side mm-hmm. by side yeah. again and kind of like cracking jokes every mm-hmm. once in a while um who'd you pick batman yeah and yeah that's I mean, what i'm obviously. saying is once you get to that point like how do you not pick yeah. batman because you followed him he's the main through line through mm-hmm. two games i do i like i do wish that they did more to humanize superman mm-hmm. and to make his goals more relatable like, they don't really do a lot to make you want to agree with him at no, all. I don't. And you could, like, that could be a very splitting decision if you did it right. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be. Because, I mean, that, and that's something that comes up with Batman a ton between, mm-hmm. um, you know, going through, like, proper, well, somewhat proper channels and, like, putting people through, like, rehabilitation and stuff or just taking care of the problem, like... There's a good argument there on both sides, yeah. but they don't really explore that well enough to make you the side with Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and or then, it's a combination between them not exploring it quite enough and Superman just being a huge dick. Yeah, like and you said, they kind of do the same thing with uh, uh, Bruce's son, Damien. Damien, that was Dwayne. It's not Dwayne. Um, <laughs> Well, I mean, you Dwayne. could call yeah. him Dwayne. D-Wayne. D-Wayne, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> he's kind of just a dick yeah. in this. And then he goes over to Superman's side without a thought. That relationship could have been developed a little mm-hmm. better, especially since he wasn't in the first game. Much. And I wanted to know more about what happened between between him and Dick Grayson, because... Like, yeah, yeah and, Dick? More Dick. Well, he's dead. He died? Yeah. I remember that when he died. Damien killed him. They they talk about that in the first game. Oh, I don't. That's know. why like Batman, Batman hates Damien and doesn't consider him his son anymore mm-hmm. because he killed Dick. And I want to hear, like, I want to know more about that, especially because the most you really get out of Robin is the like character dialogue at the beginning of battles, mm-hmm. and I'll talk about stuff like that every once in a while, like, um, you know how like it's hinted that he had a relationship like a mentor sort of relationship with Dick Grayson mm-hmm. and that um, he actually liked him and that, you know, Dick trusted Damien and all this stuff. And, 
you know, I, I want to see more about that huh. betrayal, but they don't really give you anything there. When is he dying? In the first game. When? It it it's a uh, they don't show you with the twist because there's the it's probably why I don't remember. Yeah, well, there's the Nightwing from the other um, universe, other universe, that's right, that's and right. then you come into the mm-hmm. regime universe, and there's this other Nightwing that has the red on, mm-hmm. and then then that's revealed that. It's Damien yeah, and that yeah, yeah. he killed mm-hmm. Dick Grayson. What an asshole. Mm-hmm. And then you, does that does that line storyline ever finish up in this one? Damien? Um No, I don't really think so. I don't think so either. I mean Yeah, I mean he comes back and he's in the you know, red nightwing armor and mm-hmm. but then he kinda just gets beaten and then I presume he goes back to prison if you uh yeah, he put his own son yeah, in prison. That's right. Man. Good. Mm. Deserved it. Um, as it is, though, I'm interested in see what they do with the third one. You know there's going to be a third one. Yeah. Um, and I say bring it. Mm. Bring John Constantine. Bring Etrigan. That's all I have to say. Mm. All right. Bring Red Hood already. God damn it. Yeah, fuck. Ah, what? That's awful. I mean, if they didn't roll it out like they did, I would have like I wouldn't really care. But it's that he's they had him in an update. It said Red Hood added. He's added to the game. Mm. He's in a playable state, um, and it was even unlocked on Xbox somehow. And like, he's totally playable. But we gotta wait till next Tuesday to play him for some reason. But he's in my roster. Yeah, he's in the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. They, she's just locked out. And then, like, in, on top of all that, there's a glitch where when you first upload the um, the update, update and you go in, mm-hmm. it shows the yeah. the new character yeah. roster. Mm-hmm. But if you restart the game, it's gone because mm-hmm. there's just something messed up with the the functions in their um, code where mm-hmm. it's not working properly it's not locking it out immediately it's weird they need to get on it mm-hmm. all right we come to today's finishing topic it's a pretty big one mm-hmm. recently wonder yeah. woman it only took 75 years to get a movie which kind of blows my mind because she's one of the most popular superheroes ever mm-hmm. yeah it seems like before they started the DCEU, people mm. were like, we want a Wonder Woman movie. Like, It seems... Well, not just that. Throughout the years, there have been countless Superman and Batman movies. Mm-hmm. And none with Wonder Woman. Yeah. I mean, she's part of the Holy Trinity, for crying out loud. And... I don't mean to sound preachy. Or make a big deal out of the fact that one, both Wonder Woman and Patty Jenkins are women... But Patty Jenkins hasn't made a movie in 13 years. And her last movie won an Oscar for mm-hmm. Charlize Theron. Her only Oscar that she's ever won. And she hasn't she hasn't made a movie since. Mm-hmm. I feel like had she been a man, put out a first movie that wins somebody an uh, Oscar for best actor, uh, he would have made plenty more movies by now. Well... Some people are like that, where they just make movies occasionally. Who is... Uh... But, but there's, like... There's 
I don't think that's a mistake that there's only like, what is it, like 14, or so, I, don't, I don't remember the statistic. It's less than that. Less than double digit dire- female directors in Hollywood. Yeah. I don't think that's a mistake. Mm-hmm. And the well, do, only one to direct a movie with a budget of $100 million or mm-hmm. more, I mean, there's that's not a mistake. Yeah. That doesn't oh, okay. just happen. So are you, are you suggesting that she didn't make as many movies because of uh, discrimination? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was saying, because some filmmakers just don't mm-hmm. make, you know, film, they have these huge gaps, mm-hmm. but... This which is true. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it would have been a different story had you been a man. Mm-hmm. Can't prove that. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about Wonder Woman. Hopefully, this the success of Wonder Woman will help with that of this you know blockbuster movie doing successfully and yeah, and she didn't get so she didn't sign on mm-hmm. to a multiple picture deal mm-hmm. when she agreed to do this. Which is also interesting because you think you're giving this big director a chance. Usually, you know, like on the Marvel side, you you like three movies off the bat, sign this contract, and you'll be filthy rich. And they didn't do that with her. They didn't lock her down. Mm. Um, she's probably going to come back, uh, but she's as of right now, she's a free agent. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking WB probably wants to get on that, and that's awesome <laughs> for her. And in hindsight, because of how successful, not only financially, but in terms of critics, this movie is. Mm-hmm. Because, man, <laughs> she's going to, she is, I can't even, she's going to be swimming in green. I, and, and she can ask for, I, I don't even know how much creative control she, but she mm-hmm. can get at this point, whatever the fuck she wants. And like, that's awesome. Yeah. She deserves that. Mm-hmm. And maybe next time they'll learn to... You know, and that's another thing. Usually you lock down your director for, like, James Gunn. You're going to you know, sign on to do two at least two Guardians movies. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Now, he is doing the third one. I've, but that's typical in this industry. I feel like, I don't know, it just seems weird that she is a woman in the minority and wasn't promised a multi-picture deal. Well, how many other directors aside from, like, Zack Snyder in this, like, you know, DCEU, like, were? Like, well, was the guy the, who did Suicide yeah, Squad true. get multi-picture deal, or? Yes. Yeah? But not, but he is, he's, he's, uh, I forgot the specifics. Because he's not doing Suicide Squad 2, mm-hmm. but he's doing, on, he's working on something else for them. Okay. Um. But let's, let's just talk about the movie. Okay. I love this movie. And I, I think we had a we, we hit on an interesting topic when we talked about this the night we saw it. And I don't know if your views have changed. But I've seen it. Th- I saw it thrice on opening weekend. And it seems to me that there is... Now, it, it is a very solid, strong movie. I like it. Mm-hmm. But it seems to me that there is a bad movie buried under here. Yeah. That is very obvious at certain points mm-hmm. that a lot of that that people like Patty Jenkins herself said that there are no deleted scenes in this movie and I find mm-hmm. that a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. Cuz there are certain and we're going to spoil this. So, let's just talk about it. There are certain points, especially I think I said towards the end in that big 
airport scene where those the, the male characters, Chris Pine and all his buddies, are kind of doing pointless things that don't really seem to make much sense mm-hmm. up until they decide to chase the big plane that has the, carrying the canisters. And it seems that to me that there was a storyline going on there yeah, that was been. kind of just cut around or cut out completely because they don't really serve a purpose at that point. I, mean, I feel like it, they might have just been there to cut from the action yeah. just like as a little break, but mm-hmm. it definitely is weird. I agree it's, with it's you. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. And if that is a director choice, then it then I don't agree that Patty Jenkins is all oh, this is this perfect directed Mm-hmm. Or no directed movie because you have things going on there that don't make any sense at all. Mm-hmm. I'm not to take anything away because, like I said, it is a good movie. What they ended up with is a good movie. And I love Monster. That's a good movie. And uh, a lot of people are hating on the villain, which mm-hmm. is kind of sad to me because I, I don't know how, how you feel, but I, I kind of loved the villain in this movie because it wasn't the villain in this movie isn't really Ares. I mean, it is Ares. Mm-hmm. But it's not at the same time, you know? Like, he he's in the background, He's but he's not really manipulating. He's just kind of manipulating what's already there. Yeah. And what's there is humans are evil. Mm. And he knows that. And that's why he's trying to wipe them out. Like, his motivation to me, I completely understand. And sometimes I kind of agree. We're killing this planet, mm-hmm. and if we don't change our ways, uh, we're, we're not going to just kill ourselves. We're going to kill everything on this planet and put for life, potentially, in the future. Yeah. And he understands that, and he's trying to wipe us out. But he's not—he's kind of just le- letting us do it ourselves. Kind of. Mm-hmm. And I, it was a very interesting—I mean, there are things with the actual character of Ares that— could have, could have been better changed, yeah. uh, but it was kind of a different approach mm-hmm. for a comic book villain. It wasn't just a guy with superpowers. It was more to it than in typical like a Marvel movie. Yeah, and I I kind of liked that. Yeah, How I do think, you feel? Yeah, I mean there there are things I liked about him. I wish that there was a little bit more of a split between the posh British British guy and you know Ares, Ares the God the of persona, War. Yeah, because you know he like makes this armor and i think for a second he has like a force <laughs> effect but he then that does. disappears oh that's such a bet when i saw that because i when i was at the screening the employee screening at the theater there was a he, he, he he's just the posh british guy waving his hands around throwing things at her moving mm-hmm. things with psychic ability or whatever i'm like oh, i'm not another one of these bad guys mm-hmm. and then he gets he gets knocked over into something. It's some canisters or something that explodes, and there's this huge wall of fire. And I, I, he's he disappears for a couple of minutes while Chris Pine and company go do some pointless stuff. And then they cut back to the fire, and I, I was just like, I was shaking Chad's up. Chad sitting next to me, shaking as I was. They're gonna do it. They're gonna do it. And then the armor starts flying on mm-hmm. him, and you're like, yes, yes. And I, I, I screamed at the. I was, I fucking want to see this. I want to mm. see the armor on Ares in a Wonder Woman movie. And he does. And then he, he kind of melts the slits in his helmet. Yeah. That's how they form. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then he goes... Uh, and he's he, he's kind of forming his armor and the metal out of the destruction of all this stuff out of mm-hmm. it. And he's melting it. 
and he goes, now let's see what kind of god you really are. I was like, that's so badass. Yeah. Although I thought it, I would have changed that just just a preference thing because earlier he goes, uh, this sword isn't the god killer you are. I, I, I kind of, in my head, I wanted it so bad that the first time I saw it, I thought he said this, is now let's see what kind of god killer you are. Mm-hmm. And that, was, that would have been bad. It's like, yeah. Then I saw it the second time. I was like, oh, whatever. Uh, but damn. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I, I just wish that at that point they, you know, separated the British guy from that more. Yeah. Because you can, like, yep. see the and mustache then you cut and back to him and... and you can see his mustache. Yeah, like, it, uh. I think it'd be fine if it was, like, just, like, darker and mm-hmm. if it changed the color of his eyes mm-hmm. and maybe just not be able to see that yeah. mustache. The mustache, like works when he's standing around mm-hmm. like pontificating and mm-hmm. uh, you know and fitting expositing. in with the society uh-huh because you know he's he seems like a cool <laughs> like um you know cool like like manipulating kind of villain mm-hmm. but then when he's supposed to be like this warrior it looks weird it's silly you know? and in in every other situation where he's <laughs> not this you know british politician they should have changed his look some way mm-hmm. like I brought this up to you after we saw it, but even, like, there's this short flashback showing him, like, chained up <laughs> in, like, a pit, like, yes. in ancient Greece, mm-hmm. and he still has that same fucking mustache. Yeah. He doesn't even grow, like, mm. they don't, he doesn't even have a beard. Why not give him <laughs> a beard or something? Or... Beards were in style back then. Yeah. Even Zeus had a beard. Mm-hmm. He learned nothing from his father. Yeah, that, the mustache could have ruined this movie yeah it works it works well when he's in that you know persona mm-hmm. but in every other case it just mm-hmm. it, it it's it's, it's like, like immersion breaking it's like it really? is. this is the god of war yeah it's like that's another like come on patty jenkins mm-hmm. really you don't think that looks a little silly mm. I, I sure do <laughs> um wonder woman herself gal gadot mm-hmm. gal gadot I think it's silent T. No, Godot. that's not what everybody says. I I've always heard Gal Gadot. I've heard Gadot. Hmm. I don't know. I apologize. I'm sorry. I'll just call you Gal. Um, she was pretty good. I was mm. kind of worried because I don't think she's the best actress. I still don't think she's the best actress. I mean, she definitely doesn't carry the film with no. her acting. Uh, and a lot of people are praising her for for her performance. I think, you know, rightly so. But I don't know if I mentioned this to you. I know I did to somebody. I'd be willing to put money down on it that if you counted up the the minutes of time that during her dialogue scenes with Chris Pine, that Chris Pine gets more FaceTime mm-hmm. than she does. And as an editor, you would do that because you want to get the best performance. Chris mm-hmm. Pine is obviously the better yeah. actor of the two. And that's why you spend, I think, at least to me... I study film, so it jumps out to me specifically. More, because usually, especially you spend time on your hero, but you don't spend a lot of time watching Gail react to things. Yeah, the the action scenes are really where you end up seeing her the most, where mm-hmm. the shots are focused on her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like e- even in scenes where you. Th- would think it would be more focused on her like when she's first in london and like bumbling around mm-hmm. like um it, ten- it tends to focus more on other characters yeah. who are more 
expressive, mm-hmm. like the, the other secretary, mm-hmm. the uh, you know from Spaced mm-hmm. and Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Um, yeah, and she was great in the movie. I too. She was. Yeah. I thought she was when I saw the trailer. I was like, man, I hope they don't overdo. They don't overdo her. I feel like. I feel like she could have been in a little bit more. Really? Just like a tiny bit. Okay. Not a lot. Maybe I could see that. I'm glad she wasn't in it a lot. Yeah. Well, there's that point where she was, like, supposed to be, like, um, like, helping them out, mm-hmm. like, back in London. And there's, like, one, one, one scene, scene yeah. where she mentions something, and that's mm-hmm. it. I wish there was a little bit more of that. But that was during probably, to me, the most fun scene in the movie which is them going into germany and kicking mm-hmm. ass yeah so i didn't really i wasn't really upset but mm-hmm. you're right i, I guess could use a little bit more of her mm-hmm. and her reactions were perfect yeah to, to get and then the, during the boat scene where she and chris pine or steve trevor in this case are in on the boat it spends an awful lot of time on chris mm-hmm. where he's just like well that's interesting and she's telling him all this fascinating stuff about where she comes from and sex on the island and all this stuff which by the way i was very surprised they went there yeah i'm kind of very i'm mm-hmm. kind of happy that because when you we, we, you're talking about the character of wonder woman especially in terms of an origin story to me it would seem unfaithful to go there to explore yeah. that because that is it's the elephant in the room mm-hmm. is what you know how does this island take care of those needs mm-hmm. and laying it out there in a way it wasn't in your face yeah she was just kind of like i've yeah. read these books i know mm-hmm. about m- having sex with males but males aren't necessary mm-hmm. for this pleasure yeah and it's it you know it's because it's, it's you know it's pg-13 so they skirt around things mm-hmm. a bit but i i do like that they're never like gals never like talking about anything she's done herself mm-hmm. like yeah just just talking well, about what, what she knows they don't you know? hit you over the head yeah. with it she's just kind of like well this is kind of how it happens here mm-hmm. and and chris pine god i love chris pine he needs to be in more stuff and nobody does charming better than chris yeah. pine nope nobody mm-hmm. um not even tom cruise in the mummy um when he's he's listening to her on the boat and she goes they come to he she go, he goes did you bring any of those books with you and she goes no, you wouldn't like them. Well, why not? And he goes, because they come to the conclusion, like I said, that uh, males necessary for procreation uh, aren't necessary for sexual pleasure. And he kind of goes, no, 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 no. And then he stops talking, and then his eyes kind of roll around in his head like, maybe you're right. <laughs> <laughs> he sells the little things. Mm-hmm. And it is the little things in this movie between the two of them yeah. that I just are my favorite parts, are my favorite things about this movie. Mm-hmm. They are so... I could watch a 24-hour marathon of just Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman and Steve Trevor, just, I don't know, doing anything. Mm-hmm. It was that much. And then they went to London, mm-hmm. and that scene, you could bring what's-her-name along, the secretary. That, that It was just, and it looked like visually it was still dark. Yeah. Especially in London. But that scene in particular is the perfect example that you can have dark Separate your movies from Marvel. Mm-hmm. Be this darker material. Like, just explore darker things. Visually, be darker. But still be fun as hell. Mm-hmm. And that's just what that whole in, like section of that movie is. It's fun. Mm-hmm. 
Speaking of characters, I do wish that the other side characters were better. They're kind of they're a little, they're a bit forgettable. They're not terrible, but they who like specifically game? Just their their whole like motley crew. I can only remember their names. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Sammy. Mm-hmm. Smear, and then okay. So we got to talk about this. I don't know his name. I don't. don't bu- I'm sorry. I'm not going to look it up because I don't care. That Indian guy just sucks the energy out of the movie every time he talks. Yeah. That's another thing I get questions on about Patty Jenkins is I can't believe you let this slip. I don't know if you owed this guy money or what. This guy is not an actor. He cannot act. Take him out of your movie. Stop giving him so much screen time. I mean, even in his just cutaway things where you hear him back in the distance talking to random strangers who are like, oh, thank you for saving our town. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Well, I mean, there's only like three Native American actors who actually get work in Hollywood. So I, I could appreciate that she gave work to someone who wasn't one of those three actors. But. That's true. But at the same time, it destroyed my immersion in the story. Mm-hmm. I was like, this guy is trying to act mm-hmm. and it is taking away my enjoyment, my immersion into the story, into this world that I love. Yeah. Please leave me alone. Go away. I hate you. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't hate you. But did, uh, did you feel the same way? I mean, I just kind of felt neutral about him. I, I did. I just didn't. I wasn't really interested whenever he's talking or did anything. Did it jump out to you at all? Not really. No? Not, not in a... Certainly not in a good way. I mean, it was definitely more towards, like, eh, I don't really don't feel like about him. spending time with this character right mm-hmm. now. Um... And then there's the Irish guy who just kind of seemed like mostly comic relief, and they had a little bit oh, of a storyline with him, but oh, it doesn't really go too. Like the storyline with him doesn't really no, go anywhere. Does. There's no. Conclusion. They don't explore that as much as yeah. they could. And the at, for the actor does a great job, mm, but he's so good. There's not much with the character, and then I liked Sammy. I feel like he was mm-hmm. a standout of that group who actually mm-hmm. was interesting and had some actual character development. Yeah, he did. I like that scene between him and Gal where he's talking mm-hmm. about wanting to be an actor but being the wrong color. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really insightful into who he was and it made me appreciate the character more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, then the other guys could have used more of that. And they yeah. tried to with Spud. That's not his name. It's just his name from Train Spotting. That's what I call him now. Who at points cl- clearly demonstrates that he is f- far superior talent mm-hmm. to most of these side characters. Um, but there's that whole like him attempting to snipe the sniper that's sniping mm-hmm. them. And he, we, we get the POV shot of him looking through the scope. He has a clear shot. Yeah. And he's just not pulling the trigger. Mm. And the, the, a couple of scenes before that, he's talking about killing people and who yeah. gets paid for uh, pride or not pride, uh, honor. And, it, okay, yeah, it, and then they explore yeah. that he sees, he has, he sees ghosts. There's the thing he probably where he does. has like severe PTSD. Yeah. But then after that battle scene, he's like singing, and they don't really, they don't really go over it again. Like that's the conclusion to it, and mm-hmm. it's weird, and it doesn't, you know. Yeah, they they don't. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of that 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 particular scene where he's singing, this movie does at times it gets a little hokey, it's mm-hmm. a little cheesy, a little yeah. schmaltzy, a li- almost a little too much. Yeah, not quite. I mean, I. I I like that they had the scene where Steve Trevor 
walking her to her room, closing the door, but then gets inside and then closes the door, and then they kiss, and you know you can take it from there. Yeah, I um, I like that they didn't spend a whole much a whole lot of time on that, but they definitely hinted at uh, a romance between them already. Mm-hmm. And some and uh, Mariah, my fiance, we were, we went to see it. She made an interesting point. I I hadn't really thought about, but I I agree with, is that that whole end scene where he says I love you feels like they placed the I love you at the wrong place in the movie because Mm -hmm. at that point they had already had sex and you knew that they had feelings for each other. Mm -hmm. And I I was like, yeah, you're kind of right. That didn't really... I mean, the whole scene affected me still, but the whole I love you just feels like, well, now you're saying that? Mm -hmm. But um, you know the scene I'm talking about at the airport at the end where she's ringing out and she can't... It's it's only later that she recalls what they actually said to each other. Yeah, recalls something that she wouldn't have heard. Yeah doesn't really make a whole lot of sense no and then another thing that i love and that chris pine really sold is she's running off he's running off towards the plane to catch it and then she shouts his name and he slows down and then kind of looks over but then decides not to and he's just like no i can't do it and he just turns mm-hmm. her, turns around and just books it even faster towards the plane oh it broke my heart chris pine is so good mm-hmm So yeah, I don't think it gets too. I don't think it dives too schmaltzy. Um, yeah, something I do. I want to say about Steve Trevor. Are you about to say something negative? He's a bad spy. He is a bad spy. He's a terrible spy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why he's spying. Yeah, I mean he's, he's a good like he's dedicated. Mm-hmm. But he's not a good spy. <laughs> it's like, right. yeah, like the first thing you see of him spying is he takes this journal in broad daylight. And then he blows up their whole laboratory. Yeah, well, and, he, and he's walking out, and she immediately knows it's him. Yeah. There's a room full of people, mm-hmm. but she knows it was him immediately. <laughs> and then he just blows shit up. Yeah. And... Not very under. And then he gets chased by, like, an army mm-hmm. of people to Paradise Island. He shows the Germans where Paradise Island is. I mean, mm-hmm. that's not his fault. It's his fault that he has a ton of people after him. And, uh, like, what was it? Yeah, like, like later he, you know, when they're, like, uh, going into that gala and he's, like, just walks up to her and is talking to her in this not very great German accent. And, like, <laughs> and yeah. apparently they're all speaking in English. Yeah, I don't. Um, you always get that. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you would get that in the comics mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, you, um, I mean, it depends. You know, sometimes they'll have, like, boxes with you know whatever lettering and then translations but um yeah i mean and that that, that's not a huge issue but it's still like like really you're a spy yeah i can't tell you that Mm -hmm. i can't and then you just have to you know tie a rope around his wrist and he tells you everything well i mean that's magic yeah i know but he's what i'm saying is he doesn't like As much as we get to see him be a spy, you're right. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. He's not very good at it. And it bugged me kind of the whole movie that I'm they never they never address why he has an American accent. Because he's from they they do it's they very do? brief. Yeah, okay. it's when he's tied up, which is a good. Scene. Oh, I must have been going yeah. to the bathroom then. Well, I didn't catch it the first time either because mm-hmm. I thought the same thing as you. Is I he's because I catch him saying he's with British intelligence. Mm-hmm. But he does say he is American, okay. American during that part, during the part where he's tied up on mm-hmm. Paradise Island. Okay. 
But you and that's that's another thing is they don't really explain sometimes a, a lot of what's of things that like there's what you just talked about mm-hmm. the American accent it goes really fast yeah. in saying he's American so much so that you missed it and I missed it my first time um, and then the second time in the bar Spud says uh, well why was that guy fighting you he says I mistook his drink for mine you know it happens but he does it again yeah in the corner of the frame for like a second and that's the whole reason why the bar fight starts Mm -hmm. and why gal gadot gets to show these men why she's a real badass Mm -hmm. and it's just things like that that make me assume that somewhere in this movie is a not very good movie Mm -hmm. something happened i don't know how but they pulled off the miracle and it's actually pretty fun yeah shut up ipad Mm. um what were we talking about Wonder Woman. I know Wonder Woman. That doesn't help <laughs> me at all. Um, Paradise Island. Well, the visual effects were pretty beautiful, mm-hmm. and that action scene on Paradise Island was pretty kick-ass. Yeah, the the death scene bothered me, though, because... Hold, hold just a second before I okay. lose this. Another not-so-cool thing is uh, Steve Trevor gets... Uh, they follow him to Paradise Island. And they make it very clear that there's a fucking warship. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just, like, like yeah. it kind of just, like, sinks. They, f- they fight, like, like two, like, what, what would you call those? Like, like, not boarding ships, but the, you know, the ships all the soldiers pack onto and then go on to land. Yeah, they yeah, fight, yeah. like, two of those. Yeah. And then the, then everything else just well, gets destroyed So somehow. you see the warship break the, the magical barrier, mm-hmm. and it comes in. To the, the 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 dome of Paradise Island, and but it's it's tipping on its side like it's sinking, mm-hmm. and that's never explained. That's never gone back back to. It's just it's like really. Also, why did they send a warship after one guy? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But also, the, yeah, that talking about that death scene, it was really weird. Mm-hmm. Because it's PG thirteen, so they don't want to show blood. blood. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the whole time, Gal Gadot, her performance is if is as if her hands are covered in blood, mm-hmm. and it's just like she's trying to like cover up the bullet wound and all this stuff. Just act, just being kind of hammy, actually, as if she has blood all mm-hmm. over her hands, mm-hmm. and her hands are clean, and mm-hmm. it's just weird. Yeah, she's looking at him like mm-hmm. her hands and stuff. It, it, like I said, you can tell mm-hmm. something else was happening. Yeah. And you're not sure what. And they did a pretty good job of covering it up. I mean, I feel like that instance is... I mean, it was either a choice on her part or mm-hmm. it was the director's or something mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. have her have that sort of reaction. But to have that not be able to show blood is, is a weird choice. Mm-hmm. Well, they obviously... Like, Here's the thing. As a director, I'm not saying it's her fault. I am saying it's her fault. Because you see an actor, you know there's not going to be blood in your movie. Mm. Or you don't know. So you get a reaction of her acting as if she has blood. And then you get a shot of her acting as if she doesn't have blood. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Two shots, you're out. Part of the director's job is getting coverage. Yeah. And sometimes decisions like that come up in this movie Mm -hmm. you can tell where the right decision wasn't made Mm -hmm. and 
no deleted scenes my ass <laughs> um maybe not full scenes maybe maybe she's stretching that mm-hmm. um i liked robin wright mm-hmm. as her auntie slash badass and i like to start it and the, the sandwich the bread sandwiching the cutting out part that you said that they could just cut out and you're oh, totally yeah. right did they just cut a left the whole mm-hmm. end and beginning off with yeah. modern times i don't think that added to the movie no not really i mean they had just they a just reason to, to yeah it. a reason to tie it to mm-hmm. you know the other movies mm-hmm. and now there's all this talk about thanks to the success of wonder woman they should lead the dceu with wonder woman and galga i'm please don't mm-hmm. please do not do that because you for one you bring in somebody like ben affleck for a reason yeah to lead your team ben affleck he gets a lot of gruff but the guys can act yeah and i mean who, who what it like he in this whole group he seems like the only one who could pull it off like yeah. henry cavill i don't think has no acting ability no. to to lead yeah you know? i agree and neither does gal yeah um, they're both perfectly cast, in mm-hmm. my opinion. But there's you know, there's this talk going on that all oh, you know in the editing phase of Justice League now they're going to give Wonder Woman more face time because of the success. I'm like, don't don't do that. Don't give into your own, you know, yeah. sniffing your own that, parts. It really does like that. Seems to be kind of they're they're kind of like reactionary, um, mm-hmm. like attitude right now. Kind of seems to be killing them yeah. right and they don't have they don't have a slate mm-hmm. of movies anymore they've taken everything off their slate the only thing going out the only thing we're getting for sure right now is aquaman but that's because it's been in production it's yeah. already shooting it's almost already done shooting yes yeah, it seemed like they and they just said that they're going to wait to see mm-hmm. how justice league does to determine where they're going to go so you're right mm-hmm. they're very they're waiting they're reaction well yeah well they're they're like reactionary to the point that they're changing movies as other movies are coming out Mm -hmm. and like you know they they're taking some things from marvel but not learning the right lessons like it seems like marvel in the first like one or two phases Mm -hmm. would you know have their movies happen and then kind of this is where learn lessons over multiple films um they trust their filmmakers. Yeah, instead mm-hmm. of like, oh, Thor: Dark World didn't do super well, so let's mm-hmm. let's you know tone down on all the you know Thor stuff, mm-hmm. and they didn't do that. They're just like, okay, what what can we do to mm-hmm. do better in the future? You mm-hmm. know, yeah. Or and the, then yeah. they didn't cut to make Thor more or less important in mm-hmm. any of the other movies. They just trusted the plan, trusted the filmmakers that they mm-hmm. brought on board, and that's it. And I think that's all that DC needs to do. I think they need to allocate DC as their own film production. Yeah. And put some people who know and love that material in charge of it. Yeah. Like they got, but it needs to be people who also have movie experience, people who know how to produce. Yeah. Because before the MCU, my, Kevin Feige product, uh, produced like 15, I think it was, Marvel films mm-hmm. prior to that. Pretty much all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh but he is a fan who grew up reading comic books. Yeah. You can't just take somebody like Jeff Johns, who is a fantastic writer and has brilliant ideas and understands these superheroes, but he has no film experience. Mm-hmm. You can't just throw him in, in there and be like, all right, 
do what that guy's doing. Yeah. Because he didn't have the same experience. Whew. A lot of talk. Mm-hmm. But I am a little more, not too much, a little more optimistic for Justice League. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I mean, hopefully what they, they you know, hopefully they have enough mm-hmm. stuff in there. Because I, I don't have a lot of, um, I don't have a lot of faith that the script would have been all that great, but hopefully they have enough, you know, good stuff and actually cut it together well enough mm-hmm. that we get something pretty fun mm-hmm. for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, even Wonder Woman, I, you know, I guess my final thoughts, or are we going get, to get to that in a second? No, yeah, you can uh, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I guess we we do the what the letters. I I I'd give it. Do whatever you want. I don't care anymore. You don't care. <laughs> um, I think I'd probably give it like a like a like a B minus. B minus. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I think I think that this movie is good. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that there's a lot of you know for whatever reason mm-hmm. like a lot of different reasons. I think there's a lot of hype. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people want it to be better than it is so uh-huh. they're overlooking certain things mm-hmm. um yeah that's true but i do think it's a, a solid movie mm-hmm. I, you know i wouldn't choose it over a bunch of other movies even in the same mm-hmm. kind of category but it's it's good it's the best thing that you know dc's done so far with oh, their yeah. films mm-hmm. there is uh i'm more enveloped in this world obviously than you are i give it a better grade i give it an a minus mm. just because i think um as comic book I mean, it gave me the same amount of fun that I have reading a comic book. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, film-wise, it's technically stronger than anything they've put out. And yeah. I think that deserves some a pat on the back as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, some fun performances. It is a beautifully shot film. Yeah, and it has some fantastically shot action scenes. Mm-hmm. Or, or at least, you know, some really good, like, cuts in there without... You know, there there's some... There's a bit of the real fast, like, quick cuts, but not too much. Mm-hmm. There's enough, you know, the longer, wider shots, which they, the DCU has had some, some really good, you know, scenes like that, mm-hmm. but they, they just don't seem to be showcased well enough, and I think Wonder Woman did yeah, showcase so. them well enough. And there's a one shot I want to get to real quick in the movie about the plot twist. I want to get your thoughts real quick on that, the plot twist, that Ludendorff is not Harry's. I knew that immediately. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. But there is a really cool shot because some people didn't. Some people I saw some movies who, who are just average moviegoers. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Mariah, she believed it. She she believed he was the whole time. And I thought it was uh, th- throughout the film. It was a little too obvious. Yeah, a little too ov- over the. Uh, we were being hit over the head that he was in fact Aries. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no way that could be. But there's a really cool shot in that party scene where she's wearing the dress and the sh- and has the sword in the back. Is a really cool. Uh, low, low angle shot of Ludendorff while he's talking to Wonder Woman and above him because he's sitting in front of the fireplace and above him is um, a skull mm-hmm. of I forgot what it's an animal skull with antlers mm-hmm. and the, the, they perfectly line his head up with the antlers to make it look like he has the Aries horns so I thought yeah. that was really cool uh, see it's stuff like that that movie mm-hmm. gives me stuff to geek out on I give it an A minus yeah I think I've said everything I have to say about this movie. Yeah. That's a wrap. Mm-hmm. A that, little longer than usual. Not, yeah. not too much. No, but we've been away for a while. Yeah. 
So, you guys, you let us know. We're going to stop talking. Let us know what you guys thought about Wonder Woman or Injustice or Nathan Drake. Or you could really, anything, really. Uh, just let us know in the comment section below. What do you give this movie? And uh, thanks for listening, by the way, too. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, until next time, guys. This has been Port of Dorks. I'm Jordan. He's Alex. Catch Alex on Twitter at the Knife Ear. You can catch me on Twitter at the Film Major. You can also find me at, at I have a movie blog. It's WordPress or MovieMinutes.wordpress.com, or if it's WordPress.MovieMinutes.com, I always switch those two up. So I'm just going to give you both in case. I also put the link to my blog in the description of this podcast. And again, guys, thanks for listening. Until next time, take care.